Welcome to B&B Studios, the home of Central Coast Rugby. Let's get stuck into another week of opinions and oversights from Berner and Barthy as they bring us the latest news. Good chat, good footy, good fun. Take it away, boys. Samo, welcome everyone back to the B&B Unplugged Central Coast Rugby podcast. Barthy, how was your week? Mate, my week was brilliant. Bit of sunshine, beautiful day for rugby, some interesting results, and let's get into it. Yeah, fair bit to get through. We've got two guests on the show today. We have... Who are we getting on? Central Coast Sexiest Coach winner for the last five, six, maybe 20 years, Marshall Homopo, and yeah. also the Prince of... Prince. The Prince of Carryong, Mitch Clay. Yeah, Mitch Clay, here we go. That's two... They're two handsome men. They are. So we only get good-looking people on this show. And uh, ladies, gentlemen, yeah, you know, whatever you, however you go, preference. No, uh, no judgment here. But mate, imagine if we had them in the studio. That'd be unreal, wouldn't it? Our YouTube, our YouTube view, viewership would straight up the roof, straight up on it? the back of that. Let's tag Marshall and Michael in it. Uh, also, mate, exciting news for today. Yeah, Stones from the Stone Thrower are back. They're back. I don't think we've had them this year. Maybe we had a million on this year. I can't Stoney's remember. Stoney's back, but. The stone thrower is back today. Nice. How good. I'm so, excited for this. Uh, I'm excited as a well. A little bit little bit nervous too, to be honest. A little bit. There's a couple of things there every time. Every time. There's a couple of stones that might hit too hard, but that's okay. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll push through those. Um, that's it, mate. So let's get through the usual stuff. We're going to review. So uh, technically run round to go. We've got two games to go. Uh, so round 17 on the weekend, 18 coming up, and then round two the week after. So a uh, little bit to chat about, especially in Premier 1. Uh, turn your phone down, mate. Uh, you turn the wrong. You, you've turned even the wrong one down. <laughs> Off turn to that a good one start. back up. Turn that there one down. Go. All right, let's sleep. get into it. Right, on, mate. Let's get into the results of the round. Thanks to Gus and the team at Erin Podiatry. We're going to start off with the women and the Evoca Beach side putting the absolute cleaners through the lakes. I was really surprised by the size of this victory. How's my mic? Is that a bit better? It is a little bit better. Yeah, sorry, listeners. Uh, really surprised by the size of the victory, actually. Uh, 59 points to seven. It is a warning shot for the rest of the competition because that is, obviously, we spoke it last week. You've got Terrigal and Avoca, and then you've got Lakes and Hornsby, and that is a huge gap between one, two, and three and four. 11 tries. Yep. 11 tries. They're going to be so hard to beat. Two conversions, 11 tries. So, uh, a shout-out to Natasha Ireland scoring a triple. So, well done to her. Hat-trick, some people will call it, but triple's fine. What's a triple? Well, a tri- it's just called a hat-trick. What's well, three? Sure. No, no, no. Fine. Triple. Eliminate hat-tricks and now, triple. Natasha, look, I thought you played outstandingly well. Uh, I'm not trying to diminish anything you've done, uh, even though Bernard would like to take away from the fact that you scored a triple. She's known as hat-trick Natasha. So, but anyway, okay. continue. Okay. Moving on to... Warnervale. I'm a bit rattled. Hosted Lakes. No, no. Warnervale hosted Hornsby. No. What? The Orenbong women. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hosted the Trojan women, 46 points to nil. And a, I guess a, a bit of a schooling again. Um, yeah. For the poor old Orenbong women. Jess Brooks scoring a triple. Uh, so well done to Jess. And you know hat-trick what? Jess. Sean George getting a hat trick of um, conversions too. So <laughs> well done to all those involved. So uh, big win. The Terrigal Trojan women uh, marching and rolling on towards the semifinals. And for the poor old Orenbong women, uh, it's been a tough season for them, but uh, they're still getting out there and, and doing their best. Last game. 
Last game, mate. My, my Wildcat women, they've done it. We've done it, ladies. <laughs> Win number two for the year. Well done. Uh, 15 points to seven, knocking off semi-final bound Hornsby. Three tries to one. And you know what? The, the, the Wildcat women said, yeah, don't even bother with the conversions. We'll just score tries. Yeah. Won't even try and kick them. No. So they just didn't. turned it down to score more tries. Yeah. So, uh, T. Rena Haami scoring a double. Or is that, or is, it, is there another name for a two tries? No. A brace? A brace. Like that one. A pair? Or a duple, as you would probably call it. <laughs> <laughs> I like a duple. A duple. I like it. I like it. T. Rena Haami scoring a duple. Well done. <laughs> and, uh, in, a, in an outstanding performance for my Wildcat women, 15 points to seven. So Unreal. Congratulations, ladies. Uh, left the run a little bit too late. Can't quite make the semis, but can certainly finish the, the season strong and uh, they're going about the right way. So uh, congratulations to all women. And the latter, as we speak, heading in with the last two games of the year. Evoca Beach can still uh, finish top of the table. They're only one win behind uh, the Terrigal Trojans. Terrigal Trojans women leading on 51, Evoca Beach 47. Uh, that's not going to change in regards to first, uh, in regards to the top two, and then Hornsby and Lakes are both on thirty two apiece. Uh, thirty two apiece, they will only change between sort of third and fourth. So the semi-finals are locked up, and the women, both uh, all women, I guess, are just looking to um, get a bit of a bit of momentum or, or a bit of knowledge heading into the heading in the semi-finals. And I tell you what, I reckon those Lakes women women would have got a hell of a lot of learn a hell of a lot out of that uh that shellacking at the hands of the yeah. local beach side well I even think for hornsby i think that mm. you know they're obviously two hornsby are the ones that have been able to get so close to terrigal which is you know i think i think terrigal and evoca are obviously a neck and neck but i think there's a big difference between one and two and three and four as mentioned before so i think fair bit of work to do for the hornsby and, and lakes women we're, we've but we've also seen how competitive they can be definitely and they've you know the hornsby women have knocked off the evoca beach women and they've been really competitive against the Terrigal Trojans women. And uh, and the Lakes on their day are a good outfit as well. So I think we're heading into a, a, a cracking semi-final series. It's going to be uh, two games to go, though, but uh, interesting times ahead. And it's different once finals footy comes around as well. Completely different competition. You've got, obviously, the skilled teams. And as I said, Voca Terrigal have been there before. But, you know, Hornsby can give them a shake-up. And I think Lakes can build to something big. But obviously, the weekend, a bit of a setback. Right, Barthi, take us through the results of the round for the men's. Thanks to Gus and his amazing team at Erna Podiatry. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll get we'll get the Prince of Prince of Carrion, um, Mitchie Clay, to talk about their shellacking at the hands uh well their shellacking of the Red Devils, I should say. Seventy eight points to nineteen in a massive, massive game. Uh a hell of a lot of tries scored, a hell of a lot of conversions uh kicked as well. Uh, friend of the show, Lockie Peruk, having an absolute field day, uh, kicking well with the boot. No. 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 Lockie Peruk. Yeah. So when you get to finals time, you need to be kicking all your kicks. Yeah. All right? Lockie's contacted us and said, give me a shout out this week. Yeah. I kicked seven from eight. Yep. They've lost games this this year. Right. By one, two points. If he keeps kicking like that and starts missing goals like he is, I don't think it's just something to celebrate. He needs to go back and have a look at himself because Nick Outram took over after that and started kicking. So I'm actually petitioning for Nick Outram to be the goal kicker because I'm hearing he's 100%. So seven from, seven might be good, but you just hope it's that one goal. Anyway, sorry. I just have to get it on my chest. I'm really passionate about that. I think they should change goal kickers. <laughs> well, Lockie, Lockie scored 24 points. 
uh, out of that 78. So that's, Could have been 26. That's, that's, a <laughs> just, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm saying. And I think it's when it gets to the pointy end, there's a couple of games, you know, like they went down to, you know, Terrigal by one point. Just that sort of stuff is what I'm looking at. That's all. That's all. Nothing. Fair it. Hey, shout out for Jai Clack playing in his 100th game. Yeah, I know. Uh, getting getting a, a, a try, scoring a try, and, yeah, playing 100 games. So congratulations to Jai and, and the Carrang Wanderers on a – on a big win and a very important win when it comes to for and against yep. uh, as we're heading into an extremely tight semi-final series. An uh, extremely tight match. We have the one of our Wildcats scoring more tries than the Razorbacks, but going down 22 points to 25 uh, up at Wongara Oval. Their, their discipline uh, letting them down. Do you remember what I said about this game? Uh, remind me Remind our listeners Razorbacks are going to win a close one And it's just going to be a shit game There you go And it was just a shit game Warnervale spent 40 minutes with a player in the bin Four yellow cards Warnervale Well if that's the case The Razorbacks want to have a good long hard look at themselves Because they only won by three points Yeah exactly So I don't think they were too happy with they the They scored the less tries well. They scored less tries and, Yes As well so. But the difference obviously Jared Grange can kick You know what I mean Goal kicking is yeah. the difference there yeah. So uh, I'm sure the Wildcats will be disappointed with that, uh, especially their discipline letting them down. Because what's that? All, what that has also done is that allow that's a, uh, allowed the Lakes, which we're going to talk about, to leapfrog them after their fantastic victory at the hands at the hands. What am I doing? I'm going. I'm all over the shop. They're fantastic. How are you going? Good. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> a fantastic victory over the Avoca Beach Sharks, thirty-one points to twenty-five. I'll tell you what. We'll get Marshall Homopo on, and we'll have a chat to him about it. Yeah, do, so, do you want to do that now, or do you want to steal this thunder and have a bit of a look at it? Um, no, I think we just have a little bit of a look at it. Um, we'll get it. We'll get him in the prints on shortly. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. It was a tight match, twenty-five to thirty-one, but it was also five tries to three in yeah. favour of the Lakes. Yeah, uh, and obviously a couple of penalties uh, to to the the Sharks to you know, to, to tighten up that match. So uh, an ending that um, some may say. Controversial, depending on which side of the, I guess, the field you were you were on. A disallowed, uh, disallowed try uh, right on full time uh, to the Evoca Beach Sharks with a potential kick to win it. Um, Next to the post, yeah. Whether it was the was it the was that the the defining moment or was it what led up to the penalty being awarded the defining moment? Who knows? I wasn't there, so I can't really comment on it. But um, all the feedback we've had. Or was it me tipping a Voca? Because I haven't tipped. It could have been too. <laughs> I haven't tipped accurately on a Voca all year. And I tipped them this week. Could have been too. Of course, bound to lose. Um, so, yeah, but that keeps Lake Season alive, which is huge as well. All right. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to go over who's 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 scored a, a duple. <laughs> there's only duples? Yeah, there's there's two duples. There's who's a duple, duple? Of, there's a duple of duples. Yeah. Um, but I... I'm just going to butcher this guy's name. Go for it. <laughs> Go, this is what we listen for. Um, all right, here we go. I'm so sorry. Uh, from the Lakes, a duple for uh, Danielle Kakusuru. Yep. Is that right? Now at 100%. Did I? Yeah. Yeah, good. Well done. And Alex Halls uh, from the <laughs> Baker Beach side scoring a duple. Both so, duples. Yeah. So just go with them again? No. Nah, I got it out <laughs> once. That's all you got. Good stuff. Um, all right, well, that wraps up the games from round 17. What we might do, do you want to actually look through the uh, the table for the men's? Yeah, let's do that. Because it's really interesting now because <coughs> there are two teams that are guaranteed to play semis and they are terrible because they're too far out in front. 
and the second team is Carryong. That is because they'll play Woi Woi this week, so yep. they'll win by five points. So they're automatically going to go in. Uh, it is unlikely. I mean, you're going to have to take some um, some upsets or, or basically Evoker or Razorbacks can lose. If they lose their last two games, mm. it means they can drop down to sixth spot. So they have to win at least one of their last games. That's Razorbacks and Evoker. And then it's out of Lakes and Warnervale, the last fighting for that fifth and sixth. They have to win their games. What, Both what? of them play Terrigal at some stage. Terrigal, Terrigal are leading the competition. They're nine points clear of Evoker Beach. Terrigal are leading on 60 points. Evoker Beach second on 51. The Razorbacks third on 51, but the Razorbacks will stay still next week. Uh, yep. well, this week yeah, coming with the play. bye. Yep. So um, yep. with Carryong having Warwoy, they will then leapfrog uh, the Razorbacks. Carryong are on 49 points and will move to 53, uh, 54. Yep. The Lakes on 44 points, uh, one point ahead of the Wildcats on 43. So she's all tight there. And it's going to be for a cracking last couple of rounds. We've got Hornsby side on 24 and the Red Devils on 11 points, rounding out the, the eight teams in the competition. So, so interesting times ahead. I'll tell you what, let's get Marshall on. Well, Bernard, we've had a bit of trouble tracking down this handsome man. He's a busy guy. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know whether he was avoiding our calls or not. Then I... I used a secret algorithm for phones, and I made my uh, phone when when it, when I ring him, it says, "You know, head honcho of Gucci uh, and sponsorship manager." And lo and behold, he's, he uh, he answered the phone. Marshall Hamopo, how are you, pal? How are we, lads? How are we? Good, mate. Your intros get better every time. <laughs> oh, mate, they're good. To be honest, I was a bit off you after you said that I should get sacked for hell. Well, you're back now. A little bit of redemption, so hopefully they'll. I'm on your good graces again. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> mate. Els couldn't have pulled out what you guys pulled out on the weekend. Yeah, that was outstanding. Oh, so no way. Talk us through that, mate. It's obviously a close win. Not not easy at all to go to Hazlitt and get a win over Evoker, especially in the form that they're in. So tell us about the weekend. Oh, mate, they're, they're such a dangerous side. And, um, yeah, it was, just, it was just one of those games where our offload stuck. Um we got into their half and we came out with points, I think, almost every single time, which is pretty hard to do against that Evoker defence. Um, they scramble really well, but ah, the boys played some pretty incredible rugby in parts. And, um, yeah, like I said, that, that's only the third time, I think, in 20 years we've beaten them in first grade at Evoker. Yeah, how about so, that? That's insane. Uh, Scotty, the, the, the mayor of the North, Scotty Moroney, was pretty uh, <laughs> pretty happy been. Saturday night. I, I received a nice phone call from him later that night after saying how uh, <laughs> how good it was. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know how uh, how alcohol field that was, but no, he was a happy man. There was a lot of happy boys uh, at the end of that 80 minutes, for and sure. Mate, let's just quickly chat about Scotty Moroney. When he rings, is that just like on a separate telephone in your house, you know, like a special red one? So you've always, you, when it rings, you always answer it? When, when I ring, I have to answer. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing because it's generally something that I'm like, oh no, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we'd speak, buddy, oh, ten ten times a week minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he does man. he does so much, mate. He does so much, and a lot of it goes unrecognised. But the people who know what he does, he's much appreciated by everyone. But just on that, uh, just speak a little bit about sort of. You've obviously had a tough. Lakes have had a tough season in terms of you know not being able to have their home ground, similar to to Gosford. And we saw the, the the video that you sent through of the you know the flooding that happened oh, there mate, a couple that's, of months that ago. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what what yeah, is the impact awesome. on something like that 
for your club, like you know, from the coach's perspective, what is the impact of you know constantly not being able to train at your home ground and, and you know not having a canteen? Like, what's the flow-on effect for you know a team like Lakes? Oh, it's been it's 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 really been you know you don't want to play the poor me card, but it's really been like a really tough year on um mm. on a lot of people up up our way and uh, like you know sporting community aside, the whole I suppose north end of the coast copped a fair bit at the start of the year and then. You know, we're off our ground. I think from March to June, oh, and then yeah. we got on for back on for a couple of weeks, and then uh, the June floods decided to put a halt to that again. And uh, you know, if you saw the video, you could see how pretty yeah. how uh, how much water ended up on the field, and that put us off. Uh, I think we only got back on it uh, last the week before last. I think oh, we got yeah. back on it again. So you know, out of this whole season, we've done. Oh, four field sessions. That's insane. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Um, that, that's, a, that, that's across seniors and juniors. Like our juniors, they've also been, you know, a big thank you to uh, Warnervale for yeah. hosting our juniors for the majority of the year. They've, they've come through massive for us. And um, But, yeah, it's it's more of the injury front, which has been the concern, if I'm, if I'm being honest. A lot of people, you know, you don't get that physical training in, yeah. and then you expect them to go out and put in uh, – 70, 75 or 80 minutes on a weekend. So we, we've had a big injury toll as well. And, you know, you could say it's due to the floods or you could say it's due to just a number of factors. But if I feel like if we had got a, our strongest 15 on the field each week, we'd be in a lot uh, safer position than what we are now. Well, you, you, um, you, you're missing that opportunity for condi- for conditioning is, is what you're missing with, with not being able to get yeah, on the mate. field. So it, it, it yeah. makes perfect sense of what you're saying. Now, yeah, there's only so many uh, gym sessions you can do yeah. before it becomes just another day of the week. Now, was it a typo on Saturday? Because you may have very well unlocked a magician here. Was it a typo on Saturday at Tim Poesi, number eight? No, that was not a typo, <laughs> actually. <laughs> got to be the biggest um, number eight going around. Mate, he's been at me uh, for a, a majority <laughs> oh, of the year. you gave in. The majority of the year. And, like, you know, I used to play with Tim um, when we were up in Newcastle together and he was... He was the number eight when we were together up there, and he was like dynamic. <laughs> he was he was a big bustling number eight, which yeah. was his words. Um, now, what, what's he now? A bigger bustling number eight <laughs> is the word dynamic. <laughs> which is still bigger, use that? bigger bustling bustling <laughs> number number eighty eight. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> mate, he, yeah, he eighty minutes at number eight is no easy job for a um, for a general number eight, but for a front rower to move back there, he got through so much work and. Uh, he actually got the three points in the weekend because he just was just a powerhouse. Yeah, good on, good stuff. Yeah, well, you got two games left. So this week you got Hornsby and then uh, Terrigal round two, which is the last round as well. So, mate, um, yep. good luck for the rest of the season. Obviously, two games left, sitting in fifth spot at the moment. So, Warnervale, the main contender there, uh, you know, to to try and take that fifth spot. So, win for you guys in the weekend, obviously massive to help, you know, basically keeps your season alive. So uh, congratulations on that and uh, good luck for the last couple of weeks, mate, leading into the finals. Um, yeah, last two games. Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Yeah, that's obviously a huge uh, huge day this weekend at Slade Park. We've got our ladies day as well. So nice. Um, weather permitting, the weather says it's okay. So fingers crossed we can get that day on. You know, we've had a lot of days cancelled this year, but fingers crossed we can get that on and, uh, Hopefully, fingers crossed, all things go well against Hornsby, and uh, we'll be going into that terrible game uh, either with that fifth spot wrapped up or knowing what we have to do in that terrible game. Yeah, either way, it'll be a cracking couple of weeks for you, mate. Marshall, thanks for joining us, pal. Yeah, mate.
Right, we're joining us on the line is Carryong great Mitch Clay. Mitch, how you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks, guys. Mate, great to have you join us. Uh, any any rumour to the story, pal, that um, you, you're starting to be known as the king of Carryong? <laughs> oh, well, if, if you ask the boys up here, it's me dad who's the king and I'm... I'm the prince at the moment. <laughs> the prince. The prince. You'd yeah. cop that any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, mate, you boys are humming along at the moment. You had, obviously, before you got back, Josh McGlynn at the helm there. Uh, took you guys in a four-game four losing streak, roughly. Mm, four and a went, Where went from oh, first, first, first to fifth. First to fifth and yeah. was looking to take out sixth spot. Yeah, until you come back. So, mm, um, mm. last two games, mate. How's the team looking? And how, how, um, looking good. how, how was that SOS brought to you? Um, my coach pretty much just said, um, we need you back because Mac is starting too many intercept tries. Wow. So. And, and I've had it on good authority. You're actually not physically fit enough to come back and play, but uh, your performances have been that superior to the previous sort of 10, 12 that the was Prince there. Got, the Prince has got to return sometimes. That, uh, they're happy to have you at 63% than, uh, <laughs> Mac are at 100. than, than uh, one McGlynn at uh, 100%. Is that, can you confirm? I can confirm that. <laughs> and, and I think Mac is quite happy, happy to have me back as well, to be honest. <laughs> well, the whole bloody team is, mate, because you're two from two uh, since your return and back into some fine form. A, uh, a, well, we didn't see the game, but I'm guessing a, a remarkably different uh, performance than the last time you met Gosford. Yeah, it was a um, complete turnaround. Like The first half was... Um, bloody close so I think we only had three tries to two yep. at half time and then we come out in the second half and just started throwing the ball around a bit and um, we're having a bit of a field day out wide um, we've got probably one of the quickest back lines um, on the coast at the moment so and they really showed that on the weekend so oh, you probably yeah, got the quickest back some line fine form yeah. Oh, as soon as he gets out past me, Macca, yeah. <laughs> That's, and also the average age average age drops by 10 years yeah. when it gets past you and Macca. Handley to McGlynn yeah. to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, mate, the three Peruk boys all getting on the, getting over the white line as well. Yeah, well, Lockie Peruk, he's in um, fine form at the moment, as you... He's as under you awesome way, yeah, Friend of the show. Yeah, too. making the countryside and um, yeah, he's in some great form. He's um, playing some good footy, so he's both his brothers on the wings. Um, Adam finds his way into the forwards a little bit. Yep. Does the um, hard yards that Sean won't, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think Sean, he got another try, so I don't know how that makes him sit with the leading try scorer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we, we might have to check it out and have a look. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but yeah, everyone's playing some good footy, so yeah, good it's stuff. good to see. So, mate, week off this week. And then, first of all, congratulations because you, uh, both yourself and Terrigal, Carrion and Terrigal, the first two teams, obviously, to uh, to be playing finals footy. So you guys are locked in for a spot, which is awesome. So first of yep. all, mate, congratulations on that. That's an awesome achievement considering yeah. where you guys Thank were you. a couple of years ago. Not, you know, didn't get a shot, a real shot at it last year um, to make mm. that. So, um, and who do you have last round? We have one of our. At home. Okay. Big, big, big day. Yeah. Huge day. Yeah, well, mate, it's going to be a... Um, a tough one for us, but the boys up for the challenge, so bring it on. We'll rest up this week, Mitchie. Uh, well played. Uh, great to see you back playing. You're obviously full fit and healthy again. And uh, what have we got, three or four games till you're in the grand final. So uh, good luck, play well, and, mate, thanks for joining us on the podcast. 
Right, Barthy. What we're going to do is we're going to preview round 18. So two games to go. You right? Yeah, mate. Two I'm games to go. Uh, we've got round 18. Should be the end of the regular season, but obviously the catch-up <laughs> round, which will happen we can't next miss, week. Can't miss round two. Which is round two. All right, start with the women's. So three games on this weekend. Mm-hmm. Lakes host Hornsby. So third versus fourth at Slade Park. And ladies' day too. And ladies' day. This has got Lakes women written all over it. Lakes for me. Lakes women at home. Charlie Campbell to have an absolute screamer. And Lakes to Lakes to get the victory by less than 10. Yep, I'm backing in on Lakes. Ladies' day, huge day at Slade Park. Um, yep, I'm backing in on that one. Lakes to beat Hornsby this weekend. Warnervale host Terrigal. Well, the, my Wildcat women are coming off a famous victory against Hornsby, semi-final bound Hornsby. Uh, the hangover we're going to, is going to be a little bit too much for the Wildcat women. Mm. Um, and, yeah, the, the Terrigal Trojan women, they're just far too classy and, and um, they'll, they'll do a job on them. Battle of the Blue Filth this weekend. Isn't it it is. It's a filth off. It is a filth off. Uh, I think Terry will win the filth off. Too much experience. Well, the Trojans, in, will, be, the will, the Trojans will be the filthiest. They will. So, uh, yeah, Trojans for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. And last game, Avoca host Orenbong at their second home ground, Gosford Rugby Field. Avokas or Orenbongs? Uh, Avokas. Avokas, second Avokas, home ground. Avokas, second yeah, home yeah. ground. Uh, Avoca Beach um, by... A hell of a lot. Yep, I'm with you. 45, I'm going to say. Jeez, I wasn't going to be that, that nasty. Because I love my Orenbong women. I know you I know, I know you don't. But I do, but I also love my Avoca women. I'm backing them in for a premiership. I can't go. say that because that's going to put the curse <laughs> on Avoca. The Avoca curse doesn't apply to the, the women. So, but I'm gonna. I think. I think um, it'll be a clinic. The only thing stopping a clinic from that, they're just so good at the moment. Um, the only thing that's stopping that is the shape of Gosford Rugby Field, and yeah. if you can possibly run on it. Um, that's it. Yeah, it's a nothing quick, else, Dad. Nah, it's a quick one. All right, fair enough. All right, let's on to on to Premier One. So, starting off. Carryong will play Woi Woi, so they'll win 28 nil in that game. That obviously leaked for Obden, as we said before. Competitive showing by Woi, wasn't it? It's the closest they've gone yeah. in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, man, yeah, since they were playing. Uh, Razorbacks actually had the bias, so they won't move anywhere. So three games this weekend. The first game, the Battle of the Blue Filth, the Filth Off, Warnerval host Terrigal. Well, Warnerval have to win. It's as simple as that. Have to, have to, have to, have to win. Yep. It is a massive game for them this season. Isn't quite hinging on it, but it's bloody close to it. So if Warnervale don't win this week, yep, then they're going to have to beat Carryong away next week. So they host Terrigal this week. They also they also are hoping that the Lakes don't win against yes. against Hornsby. So yep. it's all all, all Warnervale can do is control what they can control. That's their discipline yep. and their on field performances. And it, they're gonna, it's going to need an absolute top-shelf performance by them. I think it's going to need a, uh, the best performance they've had all year yep. uh, to, to come away with the victory. I think Terrigal are starting to find their groove, and I think it's going to be extremely difficult for the Wildcats. Um, but if they're ever going to pull it out, it needs to be this weekend. Yeah, I think if their discipline was anything like what they had last week, um, I think Terrigal are going to put, put the sword to them. Yeah, so the, the Trojans for me, but... I'd be happy if the Wildcats proved me wrong through a good, solid, disciplined performance, but I can't see um, 
you know, I think the Trojans are really starting to get that rhythm and, and start to head into semi-final football. Yeah, and I'd, one of our, the thing with Warnervale now is they can't just put in a good performance. They have to win. Yes. They have to yes. beat Terrigal yes. on the weekend. It's not just a good performance and a good well, showing uh, and getting within five or whatever. A 22-25 scoreline isn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. They, they have to win. They yeah. have to take four points from them. Uh, so I'm back in Terrigal to remain the filthiest on the weekend. Second game, Lakes host Hornsby. Slade Park, Ladies' Day. You're not, not going to beat the Lakes on Ladies' Day. It's no. as simple as that. And they're back home at Slade. Back Bond home at Slade for, you know, as we heard from Marshall, what, the, the second game of the year or something? Yeah. Um, is that ringing through there? Or just it is. Me? It is. Who's ringing me? Uh, your son. Uh, tell him. Uh, they'll, I'll yeah. just call him. I'll hang up on him. Yeah, do that. Um, and I think the – what am I doing? This is going well, isn't it? I think the <laughs> – Lakes will win by a hell of a lot. and A lot? Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to put 20-plus on Hornsby. Yep. Because you know why, Berner? Because they're going to make the statement that here they come for the semifinals and watch out who, who they've got. Because I can tell you right now, I wouldn't want to be playing the Lakes heading in the semifinals. Well, it's the same thing. The Lakes, If Lakes win this weekend, they've pretty much secured themselves a spot. That's well, they, what they need. To, they, they are playing for finals. Well, they, they are. If they can win and win with a bonus point. Will will yes. help them a hell of a lot. Yes, definitely. So if they win and win with a bonus point, that will save them because they can afford. If they win and win with a bonus point, even if Warnervale win with a bonus point against Carryong the following week, they won't catch them because yep. Lakes will be six points clear. Yep. Uh, and then last game, Gosford host Avoca. I think it's, is is it is it the. Uh, is it the Red Devils' last game of the year at the mighty showground oval, Gosford Showground, Gosford Rugby Park, I should say? No, it is. They play Razorbacks. It's their penultimate. It is. They'll be competitive and they'll put in a, their best performance, but the Evoca Beach side will be far too superior for them, uh, especially coming off a, a disappointing loss last week to the Lakes. Um, Evoca will get out there and do their best to be skewering a top top two finish. So Evoca Beach for me. This has an upset on the cards, but I think, it's, I think it's too big of an upset. You're calling it? Well, I think it's too. Uh, I think it's too far fetched for it, but it has a bit of it. Has a sniff of that. Um, Could you, know you sit on the fence any harder? No, but here's what I'm going to do. I think Evoker's going to break the the drought. My tipping drought on Evoker this week. I'm going to back Evoker in this week. Yep. If there is an upset, I am the king of mocks on Evoker. The, uh, I was going to say absolute king. Friend of the show, Mitch McGraw, will be happy that you're uh, tipping him again. Yeah, well they, haven't, they haven't won on my, with my tipping. So hopefully that can change leading into the finals. Otherwise, they're in some, uh, some strife. So games this weekend, Warnervale host Terrigal, Lakes host Hornsby, and Gosford host Avoca. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Guess what time it is, Bernard? Guess it's, what time it is, brother? It's time for love, Barthy. Love you, pal. Love you too, mate. Mate, I'm going to let you open up today. Thank you. And um, so, <laughs> I love how you leave it just playing in the background. <laughs> so good. Um, mate, mine was on what I was meant to get to last week, but yeah. the love segment was obviously over. Correct. Um, ben Shelley from the Gossard Rugby Club. Uh, I really wanted to um, 
give him a shout out and express yeah. my love for him. Yep. Just in terms of a player and what he's done for a club. I know there's a lot of people at that club that are doing very, very similar things, but Well I think uh, I think I think you're saying that there's not. I think you're saying Ben Shelley's doing it all on all on his own. Well, he's doing it off the field and on the field, which is the main thing. So it's obviously been still in the running of a Sid Noble medal when your team yep. is coming dead last. That is yep. an awesome achievement. Plus all the stuff he's doing I think, you know, players playing around him as well is obviously yep. a massive thing. And that can take a toll on you as a player as well so I think that's obviously huge um, what are you laughing at mate nothing mate I'm just Barry just- no, I'm just loving life mate I just, <laughs> I just love it I'm loving it that's my love Ben Shelley love you mate well done what are you loving Barthy mate I'm, I'm I'm just loving life pal I'm telling you that's <laughs> nah, good I'm just I'm just going good I'm just going good <laughs> what have you had girl all I know is every time you're here all right, let's go straight from loving to stowing thrones to stowing thrones. <laughs> I wasn't going to keep that, but I'm 100 keeping that. To All throwing right. stones to th- stowing thrones. So yes. the stone thrower yeah. is back. Um, can you unlock your phone, please? Mate? Oh, mate, just talk amongst yourselves, uh, listeners. All right, stone thrower. So the stone thrower was a very famous uh, person that was um, – well, there's a bit of stone thrower in all of this. People. People. And um, one stone thrower in particular has contributed fantastically over yep. the last few years and has yep. done so again this week. But we would encourage you all, we'll uh, put the, the feelers out from some stones every week now, uh, obviously leading into the final six weeks to go until the end of the season. So if there's any stones that are lurking around in the back of your mind or you notice anything, let us know. Four stones this week, Barthy. You ready for him? Not really. I'm a little bit nervous, but uh, here we go. Four different clubs as well. Oh, okay. First one. First stone. Warnervale are planning on taking two benches to the last two round games of their season due to the regularity of their players continuously being yellow carded. <laughs> <laughs> they copped a few on the weekend, didn't they? There was a fair few. We run out of bench space after a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's stone number one. Stone number two. <laughs> that's a good one, that one. I like that one. Avoca are concerned that the story of Samson losing all his strength after cutting his hair is similar to Sam Evans cutting his luscious locks off and losing his kicking ability. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Sam, he's a bit of the, bit of the fl- whipping boy at the Avoca Beach. Club. What, what did he kick? I think he kicked four. But it was four from, you know. Yeah, right. If it's not four from four, then... He might as well be Lockie Baruch. Then. Put, your, <laughs> put, your hair, put your hair back on. Uh, stone number three. Matt Martin is on the new is on the hunt for a new club after he expressed his desire to captain all eight Premier One clubs on the Central Coast throughout his career. He has six years remaining and six clubs remaining. There you go. There so you go. are. Matt Martin's on the hunt for a new club. So if you're looking for a, I wonder if that's why Sam Kenny had his tum tum issue there a couple of weeks ago. We had, there's no, there wasn't any stones for Sam Kenny and his tum tum issue. No. Nah, nah, anyway, missed opportunity there. Last well, one. Maybe his captaincy is under review. Well, it could be. I think. Well, that, actually, that makes a lot of sense. It does then, yeah, doesn't it? So maybe, maybe Matt went to Warnervale, get used to the blue, and then obviously. And maybe Tim Powisi moving to number eight is just to to lock down. You can't come to Lakes. Yeah, you're not, yeah, not going to. You're not going to move Powisi out well, of no, eight. Well, who's going to Who's going to tell Tim that he's not going to be playing? There? <laughs> yeah, not me. Yeah, I don't think Matt is either. <laughs> um, last stone. A search party has been sent out for Jackson Parks from the Carrying Wanderers as he appears to be going missing every Tuesday and Thursday night. <laughs> if you know his whereabouts, please. Uh, no, if you know his whereabouts during these times, please contact Scott Hanley. So, public go. service amount, announcement <laughs> for Jackson Parks there. Sharp to training, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, that's Stone from the Stone Thrower. 
We'll well, welcome back, Stone Thrower. That it's was great. Yeah, unreal. It's good, it's good, good to actually throw a bit of shade around and, and four different clubs oh. as well, which is good. <laughs> Which is uh, which is unreal. So stone from a stone throw. I'll be back next week, as will love. Um, yeah, it'll have to be after yeah. that as well. It's unreal. Good stuff. Golden schooner update, burner. What yes. the hell's going on with the golden schooner? Well, it's all up in the air at the moment. So this was sort of sent in as a bit of a stone, but it wasn't really a stone. It was just, can we find out what's happening with the golden schooner? So here's what I think. Hang on, I need to. Do I need to count? Uh, someone has it and they don't have it, and then they do have it, and someone else doesn't have it. So here's a scenario: you carry over out. the three, you divide it by seven. Well, it's 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 very complicated. It doesn't need to be. Here's what should have happened: Carryong won it, so Carryong possession. Carryong should have won it, or Carryong won it. Carryong won it. So it's not what should have happened. It's just Carryong won it. Well, Car- no, this is the start of the story. I'm, okay. get, I'm getting to the should have happened part. Oh, okay, just, so it's not should have just yet. No, not yet. Okay. So what happened was Carryong had won it. Can you see why I'm confused? I'm confused. <laughs> Carryong won it. They were the holders of said schooner. Right. And usually it is your club captain. So I'm calling on the club captain. I don't know who it is. Yep. Club captain's responsibility to hold on to said schooner. They have then gone and played against Warnervale. Right. They didn't take said schooner with them. Right. But so they, they, didn't lost. Take, they didn't take the trophy. They didn't take the trophy. So the... Not only that, like that some might say, for example, Razorbacks two years ago or a year ago and they didn't take the trophy. Arrogance, but it will come off from because they win. They lost. They lost a boat race. They lost it to Warnervale. Right. All right? right. So then, uproar, obviously, yes. if you're a wildcat. 100%. 100%. And then, here's Carryong's. And then when it comes around, Warnervale, then the following week, have lost the boat race to Gosford. And the no, fo- they haven't lost anything. They haven't lost the Golden Schooner. Well, no, they, they lost the boat race. So right. technically, maybe if they had the schooner, they would have lost it to Gosford. Then right. Gosford on the weekend lost in a, a boat race to Carryong. So technically... Even if the schooner was handed over to Warnervale, it would still be home at Carrion. Be back at Carrion. It would be back at Carrion. There we go. I bet you Lockie Peruk sighing, uh, breathing a sigh of relief. Yes, because we're we blaming him for not taking it. One hundred percent, we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> haven't we? Haven't we? Give poor old Lockie. <laughs> so he needs to take responsibility of this now. Carrion, who who have it officially and unofficially now. <laughs> I'm so confused. Um. They don't play do this they, weekend. Do they unofficially have it or officially unofficially have it? They uh, see both. <laughs> this weekend, they don't play anybody. Last round, it all comes full circle because they play against Warnervale. So where all the trouble started, it's actually going to end up at Carryong Oval. Last, There we go. But So that's it, it all should come full circle. Right. I've got question marks. Right. Over if the schooner still exists. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. So I don't know Conspiracy. this. I, I am. I am. I wonder, I wonder if that's why Jackson Parks doesn't come to training anymore. Well, according all, to the stone thrower. All these things are what's coming up. So I think um, on behalf of the podcast and, but you know what, on behalf of, I'm doing, we're doing, Jake, he, we're doing Jake McPhee's work for him here. And he's, he's obviously invented an awesome concept. And I think on behalf of the Central Coast, we need justice as to where the schooner is. If Carrion can produce a schooner, eighty percent no, intact. You, I tell you what, I want. I want. If you're listening, and you have access to the trophy, to the Golden Schooner trophy, just tag us in the podcast. Just send it in. Tag it. Tag us in. We just want to know it's safe. We just want to know it's safe. Yeah, that's correct. That's a good point. Just tag us in, and and um, we may give you something to put in the schooner. We'll see how we go. Yep. I like that. But it all comes around full circle. Last round, one of our V carry on anyway. And uh, Lockie Peruk, if it wasn't you that um, didn't bring the trophy, feel free to send us a message to let us know who it was. 
And uh, we'll, otherwise, it's it's Lockie Pro. We will undoubtedly yeah. go to town on them next yeah. week. <laughs> Well, Burner, mate, before we wrap it up, got some exciting news. We do. For you and I. Mm. Perhaps for no not, one else. <laughs> no, perhaps not for anyone else. But um, look, under some you know, in, intense negotiations, contracts and and, uh, and the like, you know, solicitors and have been involved and there's been a lot of bit of to and froing, and uh, we've finally agreed to commentate the live streaming for the semi-finals again this year how good it's a lucrative contract but we've agreed to it it is um yeah which is obviously unreal three weeks first three weeks of the finals will be at where we oval yep. and then the yep. fi- the grand final will be at central coast stadium uh which is unreal so uh, obviously all the games will be streamed which is great yep. uh, so yep. um, we'll be jumping on there as commentary as well for him so go into those games uh, or the final series, which um, which will be unreal. Yeah, it'd be good fun. We really enjoy it. We'll have a bit of fun with it. So if you want some serious commentary, then don't bother listening to us. Yeah, mute it. Uh, uh, yeah, so yeah, thank you to Kate and everyone from the Central Coast Rugby Union. Who, you know, we want to get on board and, and enjoy it and have a bit of fun. They want us to, so it's, it's good stuff. We're looking forward to it. So uh, if you do not have a subscription to uh, Clutch TV and you haven't signed up, do that now if you know you're going to be away. If you're not real interested, you can have it on, have a couple of beers at home, watching the club perhaps you're not associated with, seeing what the game's like, but get involved, download Clutch TV or the app, get access to it, because all semi-finals will be streamed and they're going to be good vantage points uh, from nice and up high, Warway Stadium and obviously Central Coast Stadium. Um, some pretty subpar commentary, but uh, the video, the videography should be great. It's just quietly, Warway Oval must be in good nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that'll do us this week, mate. Seems, it seems like we've gone really quick, doesn't it? It has. It was, I don't think it is a quick episode once we put everything, let's yeah. everything together. Well, mate, it was great to chat with Marshall and uh, and Mitchie Clay. It was. Um, two yeah, two rounds to go until we hit finals. So some yep. really interesting games this weekend. Obviously, women's uh, is all wrapped up. We know we, you don't know who's you know finishing three or four or one and two, but we know that you know those teams are pretty much locked up there and. Only two teams are guaranteed a spot in Premier One with two rounds remaining. So this weekend will be huge, especially yep. for Lakes and Warnervale. So the, the two, the, the two in the north, um, huge weekend for those two. It'll sort of dictate a lot of what happens next week. And as as we head into the semi-finals, you know, a couple of weeks away, let's ramp up and and get your social media presence up. Yep. Don't forget to tag us in what you can. Big love to the Trojan women who tagged us there the other uh, the other week. And yeah, Prue uh, with all the girls and their babies, and and uh, just loving women's rugby, and we love them, and uh, we love everyone who tags us in. So get involved, tag us in, let us know what you're doing, raise the profile of your club, your players, your individuals, yourself, and uh, let's all have good fun heading to the semi-finals. See ya. <laughs>